stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison and Kathy Enderbach. Today's topic on the program, Building Bridges for Parenting and Godly Leadership. Ellis and Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellis and Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellis and Salazar for over 55 years. Ellis and Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, Today's Christian Talk. Good morning, this is Evelyn, and we want to thank you for joining us today, and in the studio with me is my sweet, sweet friend, Kathy. Kathy, you've been gone all summer, and I'm so excited you're back with us today. I'm so excited to be back, too. It's been a fantastic summer. I'm so excited we get to share a little bit about that today, about building bridges, um, principles for parenting, and and we did we we built some bridges this summer, Evelyn, and I think we learned a few more principles for good parenting. Well, as long as you can, you can balance your principles and your promises, you're in good shape. <laughs> but we are here at Love Talk at 1120, which is station KTXW, and we want to welcome you wherever you are today. If you're in Waco or you're in San Antonio, we want you to know that we are here every Saturday and Sunday, Saturday at nine o'clock and Sunday in rebroadcast at 3 p.m. and this is, uh, we're beginning to knock on the door of 31 years wow. of doing Love Talk in Austin. Mm. 31 years in October. 
But, you know, today is a really special day, and I've got a little croup today, so I apologize <laughs> for that. But we are going to catch up with you about some of the things that you and your family did this summer and then talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what, what I've done. I had mm-hmm. a busy summer. I know you had a busy summer. And we're going to do the next few weeks uh, in regard to the promises and the principles for developing uh, leaders and parenting skills that we might rear our children mm. under the goodness and the grace of the Lord Jesus. That you know, that's so important when we try and um, grow our children up, relying only on ourselves. It can become a pretty difficult burden. And uh, you know, I love that. Uh, the Bible calls the Holy Spirit our wonderful counselor, yes. and um, so it, it's and teacher. And, and teacher. And so when we're going through, when, when we are trying to really raise our children in a way that brings glory and honor to the Lord, and we are putting him at the center of our family, it's just so amazing how he fills in all of those gaps where we don't have the wisdom, he provides it, where we don't have the patience, he provides it. And he begins to really knit our families together in a unique way where, where we have love and appreciation for one another. Well, that is so true, and of course, I've been there. We, one of the exciting things that happened for us this summer is we have another great-grandchild, a uh, little boy. Oh, we're so, so excited exciting. about that. But when you look, when I look back at my life, and, you know, Van and I have been married 63 years, and we're going to do a, um, a little mini-seminar at First Baptist Church in Pflugerville on August the 24th. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that, uh, how it is through the years God has used uh, the knowledge and the understanding of who he is in our life that we could transmit into the lives of our children. Mm-hmm. We have two boys, as you know. And so we, I'm really excited about what we've got laid out for, for the coming fall. And, you know, I spent a lot of time rearing boys. I did a lot of it by myself because mm-hmm. Van traveled. And... One of the things that I learned early to do was to simplify. Mm -hmm. And you do it, and you do it quickly, and you do it well. Mm -hmm. And with our boys, I use Psalms and Proverbs in the living new letters Bible. That was before we had even the, um, well, the New English, any of the living Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember who it was that put it out, put out a little thing just of the book of Proverbs in a modern-day language, and I wore out three of them. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, the thing that I love about Proverbs is that they're such good instruction for our children, and yet they are fantastic instruction for us. Something that can apply to a a, a two-year-old, a six-year-old, a 13-year-old can apply to a 30-year-old and an 80-year-old. You never stop learning from the Proverbs. And we're going to look at one of those Proverbs today. I'm excited to do that, to look at this proverb and to pull out um, some incredible principles for children and for parenting. Well, Dr. Eugene Peterson in the message, and I read that. There are about three translations that I read and and balance off each other as I study. He says uh, in Proverbs 16, we plan the way we want to live, but only God makes it possible mm-hmm. to live it, makes it possible for us to live it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about some of those today. Uh, you know, that's living, living in love through a summer that's been wild. And I know, I want to ask you, how? <laughs> let's talk about your summer. 
Okay, you know, Evelyn, you said that your summer has been so busy, and I'm going to ask, I'm going to turn around the question and ask you about that in a minute, too. Ours has been incredibly busy, but um, so wonderful, so full. And I was talking with a girlfriend at a women's leadership meeting this last week, and she goes, you know, it feels as though it's just been a golden summer. And, you know, for us, for me, Evelyn, as you know, I have um, Eric and I have a nine-year-old, uh, an 11-year-old who just turned 12, so a 12-year-old and a 13-year-old, and we had a big change this summer. A huge change hit us at the very beginning of the summer. Um, Eric, after 14 years with the same company, he mm. resigned, and that company was was um, housed, headquartered here in Austin. And he accepted a position with a new company who's headquartered in Boise, Idaho. And uh, they asked us to relocate. And uh, we just didn't want to do that. And, and Eric said, look, if this is a deal breaker, we need to talk because I'm not prepared to relocate my family. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, how about relocating for the summer? And he said, now that I can do. Oh, yes. And so, you know, after after 14 years of being with the same employer, um, Eric began a new job, something he was very excited about. But our entire family, we had two days to pack everything up, get ready, and go up to Boise, Idaho. And we had a magnificent time. And, you know, we went from having a, a house, which, you know, we have a couple thousand square feet, to living in this little executive <laughs> apartment, which was sub a thousand square feet. And so we're in very close proximity to each other. Um, you know, but we did learn, you know, change can be very scary, and it can produce a lot of fear. But as a family, when you do it together, it takes away the fear factor. Mm -hmm. And uh, I love that, that God really created the family um, to, to have a special connection, to have a special affection. And, um, and we're, we're able to work through these times of difficulty and change. And, and when correction needs to occur, the family steps in. But when we just need to um, kind of draw together to get through those difficult, challenging times, mm -hmm. we're there to do it. And it turns something that should have been a kind of a fearful thing into a fantastic thing. And so we had so much fun up in Boise, Idaho and went rafting and hiking and mountain biking and ice blocking, which is yeah. where you get a 10-inch by 6-inch by 6-inch block of ice. You put a towel on it. You put your bum right on top of that, and you fly down a grassy hill on this block of ice. That's so much fun. me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it gives your ab muscles a huge workout. I was so sore the next morning. Well, I saw one little thing on Facebook where you learned to break a board. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, okay, I have to tell you about that. Um, so my 13-year-old and my 9-year-old, they... Um, they, you know, they mess around with karate. Now, they've never been to a class or anything like that. But my, um, my brother-in-law, he is a, a black belt in, in, in all kinds of different things. And so he had his own dojo, his own karate school. And so we went to visit him during our travels. And he said, hey, do you want to break a board? And, of course, you know, Faith and Aaliyah just jumped at it. And so he taught them you know, proper techniques for kicking, and then when he felt they were ready, they went and broke a, a single board. And um, then he asked, would you like to try and break two boards? 
Now, when you put two boards, I mean, that's a real challenge. That's pretty hard. And my 13-year-old, she was up to the task. I was so stinking proud of her. She got up the guts, and she went, and she broke that board. And, you know, I love it how the Lord is with us. And when we look at something, we think, I cannot break through that. That is too big for me. You, right, just, you right. know, you just get a little bit of guts. You just ask for his help. He's going to help you break every board in your path. And so that was kind of a fun thing for us. We did a lot of new things this what summer. What was the most important thing you learned? Oh, goodness. I, you know, I really do believe understanding the family unit. That it, The family is, is, is a special connection. There is a special affection. And, and during those times where you have to have the the difficulties and the correction happen, the family steps in. And when the Holy Spirit is binding your hearts together, there's nothing you can't get through. And, you know, we talk about so many families these days are broken families. You know what? With with Jesus Christ, you do not have to stay broken. Mm-mm. He is ready. He holds all the pieces. <laughs> he does. He does. He holds all the pieces together. And he is ready to just... Um, reconnect those pieces and um and strengthen that family of yours as you turn to him together one of the other things that uh, you and i did together is we did class christian leaders and speakers seminars Mm -hmm. tell me uh you know just kind of briefly what kind of impact that had on your life it was incredible it was the most incredible three days that i think i've I have ever had. It helped me to understand how to um, talk with individuals in a more, being more articulate, being a more effective communicator, understanding how to put thoughts together, and looking at um, especially a passage in Scripture mm-hmm. and walking through it in a way that really pulls out those those key ideas that the Lord is trying to get across. I I loved it, Evelyn. Well, thank you. I I really was thrilled that you were able to come because um, it's one of those things in my life uh, that made an impact Mm -hmm. on my security for doing what God had called me to do. I always had this little bit of fear. Uh, I grew up with fear, and it's always been a battle for me. You wouldn't think it, but with my personality. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't think it. Yeah, but uh, that was one of the major things in my life. I wrote the original marketing plan for class and uh, have served on their founders board for uh, 33 years. Mm-hmm. And it's I have seen it change lives and change families because it helps you simplify the principles and wrap them in a beautiful box of promises yes. because every principle God gives us, he gives us a promise for that. Mm-hmm. Every promise he gives us, he gives us a principle for making it happen. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the special things I had this summer. And then just praying across Texas, I uh, started a new book I'm writing, uh, just lots of things going on. But we are going to be talking today about those principles and the promises that are very effective for parenting and rearing godly children right after this. Stay with us. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. 
road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com You're listening to Love Talk with Evelyn Davison here at the Bridge 1120 KTXW Today's Christian Talk. And this is Kathy Enderbach. Thank you again for joining us for Love Talk. Um, it's myself and uh, Evelyn Davison in the studio this morning, and we are talking about principles and promises for parenting. Now, Evelyn, you've given us a beautiful proverb, and I know raising your, your kiddos, you were all about the Psalms and the Proverbs, and we're going to be looking at a special proverb today that outlines some of those principles and promises that the Lord gives us for parenting. Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart plans his way. But the Lord directs his steps. And I love that it starts with heart. Now, Evelyn, I know you have to have the right kind of heart. But can you tell us what kind of heart do you have to have? Well, if we're going to serve him, we have to have a prepared heart. But you don't prepare until you have a new heart. Mm-hmm. He said uh, so often in the scriptures, uh, the word heart means a total life in the Oriental expression, heart means life. Mm. And we, we don't understand what heart is. We think it might be a plan or it might be a passion or it might be just principles. But it's the total being of what Jesus Christ has created and what he really redeemed when he went to Calvary. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you, I mean, you do. You always hear people saying, oh, it takes heart and... and um, and, you know, the, I have heard in the Christian saying, you need a new heart. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that seems a bit odd. How can you have a new heart? Well, a heart uh, in regard to scripture and biblical teaching is the total uh, person, mm-hmm. whether you're talking about man or woman. Mm-hmm. And um, it's made mm-hmm. up of three things. It's made up, first of all, of your soul. Uh, that is the mind, will, and emotions. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, it's the body. You know, and Paul talks, Kathy, about the head, 
mm-hmm. the hands and the feet. Mm-hmm. That is the total representation of heart. Mm-hmm. Heart is passion and purpose and, and God's plan for life. And the redemption comes of the heart when you come to a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I will put a new heart in you. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel, you remember Ezekiel? Mm -hmm. Ezekiel looked at his world one day, and it was so bad, and he complained, and he complained. And Ezekiel was an Old Testament prophet during a time when Israel was all but destroyed. Mm -hmm. And he cried out to God, and he said, what's going on here? And, And God spoke to him through the power of the Holy Spirit. And said, Ezekiel, there's going to come a day when I'm going to take out these people's old, cold, stony heart mm-hmm. and put in a brand new heart. We're living in that day today, mm-hmm. Kathy. What's going on in Israel right now is an illustration of what God told Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I'm going to take out the heart and give them a new heart. Well, that new heart is the life of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so when, when we're created as a trichotomous being, which is which is soul, body, and spirit. What happened to part of that was the third part of when Adam and Eve disobeyed God. You know, I think, I think about Adam and Eve a lot and, and how they must have loved each other. Because the scripture says when Adam saw Eve, he hollered. <laughs> he got excited. And he loved her dearly, and mm-hmm. she loved him. And, mm-hmm. and the most important thing with that relationship was that every day, in the cool of the day, what did they do? They walked with the Lord. Yeah. Direct communication with mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting to think that that is part of our DNA. Mm-hmm. And Pascal says within the heart of every man, there is a God-shaped vacuum mm-hmm. that only Jesus Christ can fill. Mm-hmm. So when we think about heart, we have to look back uh, what was going on in the life of Adam and Eve. When we look back in the life of, of, of um, Adam and Eve, they had a relationship with God that was uh, unbreakable. Mm-hmm. Now, they, they made some wrong decisions and some wrong choices mm-hmm. because God had said to them, okay, this whole planet is for you to enjoy, for you to take care of, for to you to live in, except for one thing. There is a tree of knowledge, a tree of choice, we call mm-hmm. it, and that is mine. Mm-hmm. That is mine. So don't mess around with that tree. Mm-hmm. Well, as a result of, you know, becoming actively involved in their world and having major responsibilities each, in my imagination, I saw Adam out, you know, killing, uh, fishing, and he was <laughs> planting and stirring the orchard. And uh, the enemy of Easter, which was Satan himself, came to her and began to speak to her in a language that she understood. Mm-hmm. And he deceived her. Mm-hmm. And she picked the fruit of rebellion from the tree, from that tree of choice. But there was another tree there, too. The tree of life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a conversation in Genesis that, that uh, God had when he, after he spoke to them, there was a triune conversation. And he said, let us. Mm-hmm. Let us go down. Oh. 
Yeah. Okay, that's right. Let us. I'm thinking of the Tower of Babel. That's when God said, yeah. "Let us go down. Let us remove the tree of life." Why? Well, because if they eat from it, and then they will live forever in, in their the sin. condition of sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what Ezekiel was talking about is that it was Jesus was going to come. Mm-hmm. He understood that. And that was part of the prophecy. And, you know, I love the fact that God does not, he wants us to live forever, but he does not want us to live forever in sin. Uh-huh. And, you know, where he has a heart, he's going to provide the way. And I love it that he has provided a way where we do not have to live forever in sin. Well, what he did, actually, when he established the new heart, is he took that tree of life and he transposed it over the old covenant, which he had made with Abraham. Mm-hmm. which is still in operation with Israel today. Mm. I mean, that is what their strength is. It's the line of Judah, the line of, of Abraham. And that's why we have so much conflict there. But when, G, when God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit took that tree of life and transplanted it into the new covenant, it became the tree of life. It became the cross. Mm-hmm. It became the cross. And... There is where the heart is changed. When we come to realize that we're just like Adam and Eve. We can go about our world. We can fix all our problems. We can solve everything. We can get everything we want. You know, if we just stay at it long enough, we have that dream. We have that heart. Mm -hmm. But that's not the heart God wants us to have. He wants Mm -hmm. us to have a heart that operates under the Lordship and the power of his Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was that... Part of them died. He had made man and woman a trichotomous being, three in one, just like God the Father. Yes. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. That's three. So when he made man, he made man with a heart, I mean with a soul, Mm -hmm. with a body, and then a spirit. But the spirit of the living God died when they sinned. And so that's what the heart's all about. That's why Jesus came. He said, will you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth? It is that total recognition that he is the giver and the taker of life. Mm -hmm. And he wants to give it to us. And so what he does, or what he did in my life and in your life, when we came to receive him as Lord and Savior, then he gave us a gift. Mm. And that gift was the Holy Spirit. Was the Holy Spirit. That's right. And the Holy Spirit gave us a gift. A spiritual gift. Absolutely. A spiritual yes. gift. There are 12 or 20. depends on who you ask. <laughs> but, you know, as the Holy Spirit works through our spiritual gift, goes through our mind, our will, and our emotion, we act it out. We live it out in the body. Mm. Then that produces something. Fruit. Fruit. Mm-hmm. Fruit of the Spirit. And we're going to be talking about that in the weeks to come. What is the fruit of the Spirit? What's the fruit of my life? Is it gentleness and kindness and love, long-suffering? Those things are so important to us today Mm -hmm. to transmit to our children. So what is a heart? Well, a heart says that it's a prepared heart. It's a renewed heart. Mm -hmm. When We are all born into sin, and that's what the Scriptures say. So when we look... At a heart for parenting or for living, 
We've got to have a prepared heart. You know, and I love going back to this Proverbs 16:9 that we in, that we opened with. It says that a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And knowing that even with this new heart, this renewed heart, this soft heart, um, this heart after God makes these plans. We are still not perfect. It's only God that is perfect. And so even though we make these plans for parenting, for raising our children, we can still rely on God to direct those steps. Well, it is, and it, the steps that he, get, he, um, <clears throat> that he has us walk through mm-hmm. is the discovery of truth. And mm-hmm. what does Jesus say? He said, I am the way. The truth and the life. Let's talk about that. What uh, is the way? The way, well, when we're talking originally about the way to the Father, mm-hmm. that Christ is the only way to the Father. And so when we're talking about the walking out um, a life that honors God, it's just like you were saying with Adam and Eve. They walked daily with God in his presence. And so I think through our relationship with Jesus Christ, we're able to have that intimate relationship with God the Father, walking with him, receiving his, um, his word in our heart, um, be, being able to sense his still, quiet voice in our heart and walk in a way that we know honors him um, and that is the best way for our lives. Mm-hmm. Well, when we look at what Jesus said, I am, mm-hmm. I am. You remember when Moses was in the desert and God called him to go to deliver the children mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Egypt? He didn't like the idea too much. He wanted a helper. He didn't want God to send him, did he? No. And and he said, well, who are you? He saw the fire. Mm-hmm. He said, who are you? You know, in, in Paul's day, when the day of Pentecost came, it was another sign of fire mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. people. Because the, the language that came down was like tongues of fire. Mm-hmm. It was like streaming. It was, it was hot. You know, yes. and it was powerful. And, and really the translation for that is it was a powerful message that came. Mm-hmm. When we look at the calling of Moses on his life and how he, he felt so insecure in doing that, he had a heart for God. He got, he got angry because of death. Mm-hmm. And he had a heart for God. But it was God needed to transform his life and prepare his heart so that he could be the minister of law, which is rules. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Evelyn, this is one of my favorite things when you're talking about this bush and the fire. When God said, you know, Moses said, well, who can I say sent me? God said, I am. And that brilliant fire that God first really shown himself to Moses in, that bush was not consumed. The, the bush was completely aflame, but it was not consumed. It did not end up in ashes and cinders. And I love it at Pentecost when the Lord said, sent his Holy Spirit. None of those men were consumed by it. And, you know, as a Christian, um, it, you don't have to put on a false act. You know, if you are putting on a false act, you need to go and spend some time with the Lord and get right. Mm-hmm. Because as the Holy Spirit fills your heart and fills your mind, and as you study his promises and his principles, it changes the way you think. It changes the way you feel. And you do not have to wear a mask or pretend anymore. You will just act like Christ. Well, one of the things that, that, 
that is so important to understanding what a prepared heart is, is to know what the truth is. Mm-hmm. And the truth is God gave it to Moses was what we call the law, mm-hmm. Ten Commandments. It was a structure through which mm-hmm. families could be established and live under the lordship of, of the Heavenly Father. When we come back, Kathy, we want to talk about the difference between that love and the law and, diff- and the difference that, that Moses had and the difference that came with Jesus Christ for a prepared heart right after this. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Coming up next, it's Love Talk with Evelyn Davison here at the Bridge, 1120 KTXW, Today's Christian Talk. And welcome back to Love Talk Radio with Kathy Endebrock and Evelyn Kristen, Evelyn Davison. We are talking about principles and promises for parenting. Now, Evelyn, so we um, have, have looked into this. We've started in the Proverbs. We've established that it takes heart. It takes a new heart. It takes a prepared heart. I, I really would love for you to talk a little bit more on this. Well, when we look at the two ways that the Lord speaks truth, and that's what the first principle is. If, you've got, if you have a prepared heart to serve God mm-hmm. and, to, and to train your children to be godly, 
to be leaders, then you've got to get prepared. And the first step is you receive God's truth. Mm. And the truth is that we've all sinned, all fallen short. None of us are perfect. But we have a new heart when we come to receive the life and the love of the Lord Jesus. You know, isn't this an incredible thing where you can go to your children? We've done this with the girls. We say, we do not expect you to be perfect. We just want to remove that burden straight away. Now, the, the culture, the spirit of the age may tell you, you need to be perfect. No, you do not need to be perfect. But we want you to be the best that you can be. be. And um, there is a huge difference there between um, perfection and direction, I think. I think so, too. And it comes with connection. You've really got to have a way of of establishing truth and Mm -hmm. developing that in children. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, Kathy, there are three ways that you parent children, that you teach them. Number one is by love. You love them. Yes. Regardless of what kind of decisions they make, you love them through it. The second way is is rules. It's law. Mm-hmm. You have law. We had law in our house for our boys until they. Our oldest son stayed home the night before he got married. He still had a curfew. <laughs> I mean, we had rules because I couldn't sleep till they were home, and that's not to be mean. It's just order. That's what law does. That's what rule does. That's what it does for a nation. Mm-hmm. That's why we're in serious trouble right now with our, our border the way it is. It's just open wide. And the law is not, I mean, the law is there. There should be some protection there. And that's what law does or rules does. It well, when we protection. look at, I mean, a lawless society, that's anarchy. That has never, I mean, that is disastrous, disastrous. And I think a lawless family is also disastrous. You cannot love your children and abandon the structure um, that they need to grow up into really healthy individuals. Children need that structure. They need some boundaries. And I know, you know, law is kind of a, you know, maybe not the nicest word, but definitely understanding that mm-hmm. that that's what it is. It's structure. It's healthy structure. It's rules. It's rules which mm-hmm. are really going to help you engage healthy relationships. And provide safety. Yes. You know, we often don't think about rules providing safety. But the other thing, one is law and the other is uh, love. The other one is logic. We mm-hmm. have to teach children logic. Like in the morning when our boys, uh, we lived on a ranch, and the logic was if we had to feed the cows, I'm sure the water was out before we began our day or they left for school. Mm-hmm. Because the logic was if we didn't do that, their horses couldn't run on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they had horses. Uh, and then the same way with the weather, it'd say to them, well, should I take a coat today? Well, what does the weather say? What the weatherman say? It's going to rain. Take your umbrella. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the logical things that we teach children. Because it's important that they learn through logic so that they can make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. They, they can begin to live a life that, where they don't have to, they're not crippled by rules or those things mm-hmm. that would tell them you can only do this. So when, that, you know, the first for a prepared, prepared heart, you have to receive God's truth. And the second thing is submit to his will. What does that mean, Kathy? Uh, you know, it's those famous w- words, not my will, but thine be done. And, I mean, I think that's also looking up to the Lord and, and understanding, looking up to 
understanding that that he is sovereign. He has a better view of things than you do. You know, when you're in a car driving down the highway, you can kind of see the car right in front of you. Maybe the car to your left and your right. Well, the Lord, he's, you know, this huge helicopter in the sky. He can see for miles and miles. He knows what's coming down the road. He knows what's best for you. And understanding the things that maybe you desire or want or the decisions that you want to make, they may not in the long term, be in, in the short term even, they may not be the best to you. Really submitting to the Lord's will and understanding that his will for you is always that all things work together for your good. That is so true. And we don't understand that because we don't understand the principle. Mm-hmm. He does have a plan for our life. It comes from Jeremiah 29:11. I know. The plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and grow you, not to harm you. Plans that you might have good and not evil. Mm -hmm. Because there is a choice, and that's what truth is. Mm -hmm. When children and parents learn the difference between what's good and what's not good for a family, then there is that connection that we're mm-hmm. talking about. When when you see this, it gives you the freedom then to begin to develop it in a way that children can grow up. Mm-hmm. And, and the goal for every parent should be that their child or their children grow up in the image of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. I, I think that, you know, and I love that you have introduced not just love and law, which I think we tend to hear all the time, but this whole principle of logic. It's Children have got to be in a place where they can make sound decisions. decisions. And the older they are, the more decisions they should be able to make. Well, they have to have some, first they need the law so that there's structure, so that when they make the decision, they can expect the same outcome. Mm-hmm. And um, teaching them how to think independently, how to think for themselves, how to use that mind that God has given them. You know, when we love them, we teach them how to use that heart. We get that heart beating according to, to the beat of God's heart. When we teach them law, we, we give them that structure that they physically need. But when we teach them logic, we help them engage that mind that God has given them. And we teach them how to use it and how to think in a way that is God-honoring. And um, so I, I love that, that the well, more they're able to grow in that, they're going to be able to step out as successful adults. Well, it, it takes a prepared mind, a prepared mm-hmm. heart to be a parent, number one, mm-hmm. because there's so many things you're so afraid of. That, you know, if I let my child spend the night over here, then, you know, maybe something will go wrong and then I can't protect them. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you teach them how it is if they think for themselves, mm-hmm. make decisions that are good decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a little story this week about a little boy that uh, uh, his uh, grandmother, he kept him, and I got it in the Good News Journal, and and uh, he played with a little boy next door. Well, they got in trouble and broke out a window, oh. and so uh, grandmother said, you can't play with him anymore. <laughs> so the next week, the little boy came over and wanted to play, and he said, my grandma won't let me play with you. <laughs> and the little boy asked, why? And he says, because you break windows. Oh, and she no. does not want me to break windows. And see, that was a concept that this little six-year-old could uh, could latch onto. Mm-hmm. It's not that the child was bad. You know, the little boy that broke mm-hmm. the windows was bad. It's just that he did a bad thing, and mm-hmm. we don't want you to follow that. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for parents to make those kind of decisions 
for children, but it is necessary. There are times you just say, okay, you do it because it's the right thing to do. You do it because I have said that you must do it. Mm -hmm. And then you give them that opportunity you're talking about of making some of those decisions on their own. Like in the morning, if, you know, they decide whether they want to take a coat or not. You know, have to hang on to it all day. i give you a good example of that. Vin and I went to Washington, D.C. for NDP, and it was hot. And we decided, he decided he, wanted to, he didn't want to take a coat, took a sport coat. And so I, I looked at the weather for a couple of days, and so I asked him again. He said, no. I said, well, I think you'll take your leather jacket. No, I'm not fooling with that. I won't keep up with it. You know, no, no, no. So anyway, kind of got closer, and I looked at the news, and so I, we decided because of the weight that we would take an extra suitcase. So I thought, I've got room for my raincoat and his leather jacket. So I put it in there with our shoes. And when we got to the airport in D.C., it was 40 degrees oh. raining. And so I said, uh, honey, uh, before we go outside and get the cab, uh, I think you need to put on your leather coat. Well, I didn't bring it. <laughs> I said, yeah, but I did. <laughs> So, you know, we make points doing that. Yeah. But it is time for us to take our break. Let's do that, Michael. And then Kathy Enderbrock and Evelyn Davison will be back right after this for a long time. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published called Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. We're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest-growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. 
It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Coming up next here at The Bridge, 1120 KTXW, today's Christian Talk. It's Love Talk. In the studio, Evelyn and Kathy. And welcome back to Love Talk Radio on KTXW. Uh, this is Kathy Enderbrock in studio as well with Evelyn Davison, and today we are talking about principles and promises for parenting. And I love it, Evelyn, just to continue with our P's, we've gotten into Proverbs to look yeah. at some of these pro- principles and promises. And we've been talking about heart. What is heart? And we've talked specifically about a prepared heart. And uh, Proverbs 16 gives some incredible motivation for parents and children to have a godly heart and a prepared heart. Evelyn, you were saying it receives God's truth. And we've mm-hmm. talked today about what is truth. We A prepared heart submits to God's will. We've talked about what is God's will. What are his plans? Mm-hmm. How do we know that he has plans for us? And we are going to close off this last segment talking about a prepared heart loves life and protects life. Mm-hmm. You know, just recently, um, there was a young man, well, not young, he <laughs> who uh, committed suicide, uh, just rattled the nation. Um, he was Mark. Remember? TV oh, Mark? my goodness. Eric and I were just talking about this Tuesday night, about how is it that a person who brought so much laughter to not only a nation, but globally mm-hmm. laughter, can be so miserable, and, and I know you have an answer about this because we were talking about it over the break. Well, the, the thing is, is that we, uh, we can make plans for life, uh, and that's what, the, what um, uh, Proverbs 1-3 says. It says, mortals make elaborate plans, but God has the last word. Mm-hmm. Humans are satisfied with whatever looks good. God probes for what is good. Mm-hmm. Put God in charge of your work, then what you've planned will take place. That is the proverb we taught our children. Mm-hmm. You know, if you put the Lord in charge of your day, of your schedule, and you know the things that he's called you to do that you have to do, you know, you've got to do homework, you've got to take care of the cows, you've got to take care of the horses, uh, you've got to, you know, call your friends, all these things that are part of your day, you've got to make time for the Lord to work them out in your day. Mm-hmm. And that what what it's saying here is that we can make elaborate plans for our life and say this is the way my life's going to be. Mm-hmm. But then God has a plan, mm-hmm. and His plan is always life; it is never death. So for you know Mark to take his take his life is a disaster. Mm-hmm. And it's been weeks, you know, that people have just, you can't help but remember that because he was such a fun guy. Oh, yeah. And so you didn't know, the, the, the issue here is what was going on in his heart, in his mind, mm-hmm. his will, and his soul. That's why this first principle here is to receive God's truth because he says, you are valuable, Kathy. Mm-hmm. You are valuable to me, and I have given you life. And I want to redeem your life. And so that's why love is so important. That's why we have to not just love ourselves, but really uh, 
examine everything about our life and give the Lord permission to begin to work in that in a way that we can be productive and active and and loving to others. Uh, can you imagine the tragedy that that has called his family, his children, to think that he gave up on life? And God doesn't want to give up on life, does he? No, and, you know, sometimes we feel as though God is so far away. But, Evelyn, I, you know, you talk about principles and promises, and you never have to worry about God being far away because in, in the book of James, I believe it's uh, chapter 4, verse 8, it says, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Right. And so if you are ever feeling as though, Lord, you are so far away, guess what? You just need to step aside, still your heart, and you draw near to God. Uh, You can do it in prayer. You can begin reading a, a favorite psalm, a favorite proverb, a favorite scripture. But you draw near to God, and he promises that he will draw near to you because he loves your life, and he wants to protect your life. He is the God of life and not of death. One of the things that children have difficulty uh, comprehending often is when these signs, these kind of things happen. How could a person be so desolate, so mm-hmm. destructive, as to destroy what God has has uh, created? Mm-hmm. Uh, we see that even with young girls, uh, Kathy, who uh, have made a mistake. Uh, made the wrong choice mm-hmm. uh, and are faced with giving life or taking mm-hmm. life. And that's why it's so important for us to help our children understand how important life is. You know, and Evelyn, I think sometimes when we, we want to know what what God says. We're trying to hear his voice. And I think as children grow up, you need to... We, as parents, need to really help them recognize God's voice. And I was telling you earlier, I'm I'm writing this article, um, and it's, When you look in the mirror, what do you hear? Because everyone will say, what do you see? Well, what do you hear? When you look in that mirror, what do you hear? And You're either talking to yourself. Or the Lord is speaking to that, you. I tell you, that is so true. And we, when, when we have those sons of ours and those daughter of ours, when we catch them look in the mirror, you go as a parent right behind them. And you let them know what God says. You tell them, you, what a beautiful, valuable girl mm-hmm. you are. Look at those sparkly eyes that mm-hmm. God gave you. I can only imagine the exciting plans that he has for you today and help them to start to hear what it sounds like when God talks to them. Yes. Uh, we, we couldn't tell our boys they were beautiful, had beautiful hair, or anything like that. We just said, <laughs> boy, you got muscles. So <laughs> That's right. Pick up that bale of hay. <laughs> it is, that is important because when we know that the Lord has a plan for every life. The scriptures tell us that. Mm-hmm. Every life that's created, he has a plan for. Mm-hmm. And he wants to reveal to that to us in a way that we can live it out and be blessed. And mm-hmm. when we think about those that are listening today, uh, Kathy, that don't know these principles we've talked about today, mm-hmm. they don't know what truth is. Mm-hmm. They don't know what God's way is. Mm-hmm. They don't know what God's love is. Mm-hmm. But let's share with them what it really means to know it and to receive it. Because it, John 3.16 is that verse that, you know, even Tim Tebow wrote on his chips <laughs> for a football game. People know what it is. Mm-hmm. It says, for God so loved 
the world. For God so loved the world that he gave. And, you know, the world, that means you. That means your family. That means your spouse. There is no one that is excluded from that. If you are drawing breath on this planet, you are a recipient of God's great love. And he loves you so much that he sent his one and only son, and that is the person of Jesus Christ. And God says that whoever believes in him, whoever believes that Christ was sent for you, will not die but have eternal life. And Evelyn, you were saying earlier, why are there so many miserable people living on this planet? And you said, you know, it's because they're only living as two-thirds of a person. And and God does not want you to live as two-thirds of a person. He wants you to go before him saying, God, thank you for loving me. Even though I don't deserve it, Lord, even though I've had so much sin in my life, even though I've, though I've done so many bad things, I've messed up so many times, Lord, I know that you love me. And I know that you've sent your son, Jesus Christ, for me. And I do believe in him. I do confess that you sent him to die on that cross to pay the price for my sins. And Lord, I just accept that. I, I accept Christ as my Savior. I accept Christ as my deliverer from this sin. And I would ask that you would send your Holy Spirit to dwell within me, to completely fill me, that I would live as a whole person in relationship with you, in intimate relationship with you all the days of my life. That's a beautiful presentation of, of what we've talked about today with a prepared heart. A prepared heart is a repaired heart. Mm -hmm. It's one where God has come in and he has taken the broken pieces of our life and put it together with love and with power Mm -hmm. and with his word, truth, Mm -hmm. so that we can walk in a world and know the direction that we need to go. The scriptures say the, the, the way is narrow and the gate is narrow, Mm -hmm. but it is God's way. And he mm-hmm. wants it his way. It is his way. Uh, we've talked today about responsibilities parents have, uh, Kathy. And I have so many friends that have they're such great parents, like you and Eric. And I just want to thank you for the example that you all set for others to look at. Because these are difficult times that mm-hmm. we're living in right now. Just the fear of, of what's happening in, in a governmental situation or even in, in a world situation today, mm-hmm. the fear that can come into a child's life if we're not really protective, if, we, if we've not prepared their heart to trust God mm-hmm. and, to, and to know that he does care for us. But, you know, maybe we've, we have some parent, people that are listening today that, that are parents that really do need to know God has a plan for their life. Mm-hmm. Because with his plan comes two things. It becomes power and becomes passion. Mm-hmm. The power to live the way that he has designed us to live and the passion to live it under the Lordship of Christ and under love. And so if you've made a decision to do that today, let us hear from you. You can uh, call us at uh, on the love line, 512-249-6535, or you can catch us on our website, 
You can catch us on our website at www.lovetalknetwork.com. And if you have listened to um, today's show and you would like to listen to it again, you can catch it in our archives at lovetalknetwork.com. Go straight to our archives. It will be right there for you. Thank you so much. It's been fun today talking about being a parent. It's been a great day, Evelyn. We'll see you again next week for Love Talk.